All right, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Rebel with a Cause. I am your host, Eric, and joining me this evening, one Miss Han, which you know as Cryptid Bartender, Duality of Han. She does all the t-shirts that everyone loves, and of course, a lot less over there. How's it going, ladies? It's going pretty good. Doing well. How are you? <laughs> doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I found out a uh, tough lesson today. Cucumber and mint sparkling water is just nasty. Oh, God. No. Cucumber mint anything is horrible. Don't get me started. I, God, no. Why would you even do that to yourself? Have some self-respect. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The uh, the office uh, said, oh, nobody's drinking this. And I said, oh, I'll take it home. I like sparkling water. Yeah. Red flag number one right there. Cucumber and mint. The just one. Not, not good. The one liquor that's ever made me like actually gag was kettle one's cucumber mint it just disgusting absolutely disgusting yeah cucumber vodka in general just i don't i don't drive with it man i don't like it i've used it in some of my cocktails actually but like one and i mean in a mixed drink it's that's one thing it came out pretty good but on its why would you do that on its <laughs> own god no yeah, you just think to yourself, it's like cucumber, good, mint, great, cucumber, mint, nasty crap. It's the worst. <laughs> yeah, the whole time, like during dinner, I was sitting there drinking, and I was like going, oh, this is just terrible. Let me drink a couple more uh, gulps out of it just to make sure. It's like, no, it's just awful. No, oh, yeah, I imagine. I imagine there's no saving that. You can't mix it with anything. You know, at least with the vodka, you can mix it with something. But if it's just sparkling water, you're fucked. <laughs> I did that, too. I put some vodka in it, and I was like, well, maybe vodka can save this. <laughs> It it did not, it did not. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Do you realize how bad something has to be if vodka can't even fix it? Right. It's <laughs> that's, terrible. that's when you know it's a lost cause. <laughs> it's like give it up. It's just not going to work. <laughs> put it out to pasture. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so you two have got a uh, a show coming up. We do, we do, and sure. we're quite excited for it. Now, I heard that, uh, Lawless, uh, your first podcast experience was with one Mr. Jeremiah Harding the other night, so. It was, yesterday evening. How was your, was, how was your um, first time? I, he was awesome. Yeah, he's great. Well, the first, like, 15 to 30 minutes or so, I was pretty nervous and didn't, re like, interact a whole lot. But then he and Harley got into a little scuff about libs of TikTok, and I felt a little more... <laughs> <laughs> once I once I saw that interaction and how smooth things went, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be easy. It's fine. It's just a conversation." So it was easy to pick yeah. up on, at least. Yeah. And honestly, you can't get as cringy as I do. So <laughs> yeah. Next to me, it's kind of like when you go to the bar with your ugly friends. So you're automatically the hot one. That's what we've got here. Just wait for me to be cringy, and then it's gonna make you look a lot better. <laughs> Okay, I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> I'll be your wingman. It's all good. Am I lagging at all, Harley? Because I'm on the Wi-Fi and not my hotspot right now. A little. The video lagging at, at least all. is. Yeah, a little bit. If it gets if it gets really bad, you can just shut Why? off your video. That, Should I go that ahead tends and switch to. Over? Yeah. Yeah. If you could do the hotspot, that'd probably be better. Yeah. Uh, oh, see now her face. Now it's gone. <laughs> she's just switching over to her uh hotspot yeah. it works better that way yeah so you know what the uh, the rule is whenever your video pauses that's the face you make when you take a number two <laughs> <laughs> 
So we just got a little glimpse. Girls right don't there. poop. Oh yeah, that's right. This. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Not me writing pee pee poo poo in the chat You're earlier. Back on. Yeah. Yeah. Back on. Much better now. Sorry about awesome. that. Way better. Way that. better. It's all good. Uh, the internet connection at my old place was terrible. So every now and then it would just like freeze. And everybody was like, this is his show. Why is it freezing? Yeah. So. <laughs> well, now my screen's glitching. Well. All right. Already off to a great start. <clears throat> I chose good. the right background for this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. This is fine. And this is fine. <laughs> So Harley, what's the uh, what's the new show going to be about? Basically, it is um you know how you see all those Twitter accounts dedicated towards men like reaching their full masculine potential and being, Oh, the like... minosphere. Yes, <laughs> right. And I don't even mean like alpha Twitter like oh my god, that's such bullshit. I mean like the ones that are just Pro like... tip, if you have to say that you're an alpha male, right? You're not an alpha male. Not yeah. even close. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So it's like those, the ones that are like, hey, you know, go to the gym more, eat healthier, be a better father, blah, blah, blah. A lot of them have like 95% really great advice. So I do follow a lot of them, but I'm like, I never see any female versions of this. Yeah. And whatever like people ask, like, are they? They're like, well, yeah, but they're like slay queen bullshit. <laughs> you know, they're not like actually about being a good, wholesome woman, embracing you know, there's a difference between feminism and femininity. And yes. so this is more about embracing our natural femininity to be partners, efficient partners with men who are masculine in the proper ways. You know, we're All pushing right. away toxic feminism and embracing what we are and just trying to be the best versions of ourselves, not just for ourselves, but for the men in our lives, for our children and so, yeah, we're just kind of trying to set that example because we both have had rock bottom uh, histories that we've climbed up from very yeah. hard. So we're and you like, very recently. So, yeah. So we're yeah. kind of like, you know, I guess we're qualified. <laughs> we feel like we're qualified. We may we may not be, but people uh, tell us we anyway. are. Yeah. <laughs> people say we are. You, ha you have all of the necessary parts, so right. <laughs> it'd be a little silly, silly of me to go in there and just like, oh, okay, this is how you be a woman. Yeah. No, we should absolutely do that. We should have a whole episode where that, that's what happens. <laughs> he gives us challenges and we try to <laughs> do the challenges. We'll do if we fail, we're not real women. Yeah. No, that's a, that's okay. I'll take every Monday night stream. That way, it can be mansplain Monday. So there you go. Oh, I love it. <laughs> mansplain Monday. Perfect. We need that because you know we're right. <laughs> but uh, back backpacking off of when I my connection lost. Um, we had talked about last night with Jeremiah, like you know the fact that complementing each other and not completing one another when you're with when you have a partner. So. I mean, yeah. there's things that I do in my relationship with my partner that he could not possibly do. And there's things that he does that I could not possibly do. And we both embrace that and we compliment one another. And I hate you. I hate when people are like, oh, you complete me. Like, no, you, you got to be your whole own whole ass person before right. you can do anything with anyone else. And so it's embracing, a exactly. So we we want women to embrace the nurturing parts of themselves. We want them to embrace the motherly uh, 
I hate using their word traditional because trad, but the traditional <laughs> ideals and morals that, you know, our, our mothers were raised with and their mothers and their mothers. Like we think, I think bringing culture back is super important and it's something that's avoided a lot nowadays. Not yeah, it avoided, is. Avoided, but rejected. Absolutely. Yeah, there's you know, a lot I of that too. I can't tell you how many times, like I've, I've just said on Twitter, like, yeah, I'm a mom. And or and like that's it is yeah I love raising my kids I love being a mom and I get oh you birther you sold your soul to men and which is so funny because these are usually government workers and I'm like who sold their soul to men again bitch <laughs> <laughs> but let's not go there let's not go there yeah but um it's it's sad it's heartbreaking how often we're taught we're brainwashed if we don't focus all of our time, all of our energy on just ourselves. And I know so many other moms who they use the excuse of, well, I can't pour from an empty cup. So they just take, they focus on themselves while their kids are unhealthy, miserable, lacking skills, failing in school. So yep. then pop them with pills. Oh, they must be depressed. They must have oh, yeah. OCD. They must. And it just keeps making things worse. And then the moms see that, you know, they're overwhelmed because their kids are constantly having issues. So then they resort to pills and boxed wine and bullshit. And it's just this horrible, vicious cycle that I've seen with so many mothers personally yeah. over and over and over again. It breaks my heart. And so I feel like um, this is what I was saying last night on Jeremiah's podcast too. If my dumb ass can get their shit together relatively than pretty much anybody can. But a lot of these women just, I think that's honestly a core problem is that most of them don't feel like they can. They yeah. feel it's too, it's too late. They're, they're just a mess. So they give every excuse in the book to avoid it because they're afraid of failure. So for me, a really big thing is don't be afraid of failure. If you fail, that's okay. Take that as a learning experience, pick yourself back up again and just keep going because that progress your kids are watching that progress yeah. they need to see you slip up and then keep trying like it's a in its own way it's a beautiful thing but that's just not how people see it yeah yeah and those well, are, little kids are sponges they, they pick that, up like, everything that you may not realize that you're putting out there mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well and the like backpacking off of what you were saying is there's this victim mentality and everyone feels like they're they've been wronged and they are in the wrong. But when you're a mother, when you are the primary caregiver for children, everything in your life should revolve around those children. And mm -hmm. I'm not saying you can't be your own person and you can't do your own things. Yeah. I, I go do be yourself, do what you want to do. But once you become a mother, those children should be your priority and there should be no question about it. And I think that's right. just something that women don't see nowadays. I've literally had they, mom friends tell me, yeah, I've, I've literally had mom friends tell me things like, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of pulled away from them after hearing things like this, because I'm just like, holy shit, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I have literally been told things like, I'm considering leaving my husband and just giving him full custody because I never got to live that rock and roll sex and drug lifestyle that I always wanted. Wow. And I feel like I deserve that. Wow. Bitch, deserve. What? Yeah. I love that deserve. word deserve. I love that word deserve so much. So what your kids deserve to feel abandoned so mommy can go fuck around and be a hoe? Like what the fuck? Yeah. This is a very real thing that happens that I've personally witnessed and for years. Well, like pretty much as soon as I became a mom, I 
it's horrible. That's a, that's a part of their narrative nowadays is they're mm-hmm. pushing this idea that like you need to be this boss bitch and this independent person when I'm running, I'm op- opening a business with my, my boyfriend right now. Like we are doing it. We're opening a business, starting our lives and we're doing that. So I can be a mother. So I can yeah. stay home and raise my children. So I can be that primary caregiver. And I, and I'm not even a mom yet. So I can't imagine why a woman would have children and not feel that way about her children so it it blows my mind seeing yeah. how it's, society it's horrifying is to me drawn like, into this victimized ideal it's really terrifying to me how many women they just don't have those maternal instincts anymore they do the bare minimum to look after the I, if i had a dollar for every time i saw moms sharing memes and blogs and all this bullshit saying if if all you did was survive today then that's okay and as long as you if if you fed your kids nothing but pop tarts and chips that's okay because they're fed no you can't be doing that every day you that's how you sign up your kids get diabetes and other health we have an an obesity epidemic right now because kids it's only going to get worse. Kids are not being taught to be healthy. They're not being taught to, Mm. there's just no responsibility and they're following their parents lead. Like, yeah, it's, it's just setting them up for failure. Why would you have kids only to set them up for failure? I I don't understand. And I understand we can't control all of our circumstances. Things get hard, but control the things you can control. Take, you know, actually fucking love your kids. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty rough and uh, trying to deal with uh, divorce and everything. So this was kids in the 1980s, you know, outside. Not mm. none of them are fat, right? <laughs> Playing in grass, getting sun, building yeah. up their immunities with dirt and microbes and whatnot. <laughs> and, oh yeah, it's great. And so nowadays, when I see kids hose. outside, they yeah, <laughs> especially drinking out of the water hose. But, <laughs> But yeah, they, uh, you know, running around and I've, I've seen them like sit outside with a tablet in their hands or a phone. Yep. You're like, all right, right, you got this half right. <laughs> well, yeah, just, no, it's, it's... stimulation overload and they need it. And then parents, their kid throws a tantrum and they throw a tablet in front of them and it's more stimulation overload. And they're learning that they can contrive this happiness and they can get what they want by misbehaving and just being thrown a tablet. And I yeah. hate it when I see kids in public, like on their parents' phones or having to watch something like while they're eating. Like there's this term that's become a thing like iPad kid where, you know, you, <laughs> people always have to be observing something while they're doing anything. And I, 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 I get that. I listen to things often when I'm doing stuff. Oh, but I do too. If a three-year-old yeah. can't yeah. sit down and eat a hot dog without watching an episode of Thomas the Train, something's up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I kind of feel like we're being... Um, not, I mean, I say we as in like, you know, our generation's already gone through it and now it's being pushed more under kids where we're being mentally trained, like wired for nothing to ever be enough. We need constant stimulation. We need constant entertainment. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and I mean, we can break this down into other levels too, like food. Look at our food compared to food everywhere else. How many you know foreigners come over here and they eat our food and they go, oh my God, it's just too much. It's too sweet. It's too salty. Mm-hmm. It's too fatty. But for us, it's normal. Look at the look at the 90s for crying out loud. Everything, all the flavor profiles were extreme, right? Yeah. Extreme nacho cheese, extreme blue raspberry dick punch. I don't know. Like, and 
<laughs> oh man, extreme blue raspberry <laughs> dick punch. I mean, those were the days. That was my favorite. <laughs> That's how it felt, right? That was kind of the point was extreme, extreme, extreme. So mm. we're being conditioned where it nothing is enough. And when nothing is enough, we are constantly in this state of depression and yeah. this lack of fulfillment. Yeah. That's, I, I, I've know, had to tell I mean, my son several times, it's it's okay to be bored. Right. You right. Know, we don't need constant entertainment. It's, it's fine for, for you to be bored, it's bored for a little bit. It's good to learn how to entertain yourself. Kids yeah. don't know how to do that anymore. Well, and so I was fortunate. I mean, we, I grew up, I was a military kid and we lived in neighborhoods a lot. But by the time I was 10, my folks retired and we lived on a ranch. So, I mean, even beside that, we were always outside doing stuff, shooting guns, riding four-wheelers. I got a new four-wheeler like four years in a row for my birthday because my dad wanted us outside. We weren't on yeah. TV. We didn't even have gaming systems. And I think that's a huge issue nowadays. His parents are just... What's the word? <laughs> as childlike as the kids are. Oh, enabling. God. Well, yeah that's, yeah, that's a fair point. But they're enabling their own children to become these obese, brainwashed cucks. And, like, <laughs> it's it's sad. <laughs> I have tried so hard and it's so funny because I, I was telling someone else on Twitter how I've had so many insults and in every name in the book over the way I raise my kids. And it's literally just things like I don't give them dessert every day or I don't give them yeah. candy with every lunch or I don't let them watch TV all the time. And it's like, wh what? I've been called like an abusive parent and all kinds of shit over that alone. And, you know, my son, he just turned nine on the 24th of September. And I asked him, what do you want to do for your birthday? And he told me, I just want to go somewhere outside and explore nature. He didn't okay. have, like, that's literally all he said. And I asked and asked, I asked him, what do you want for your birthday? The one thing he told me was something to stab his meat with so he can rip it off and eat like a barbarian. That's the one thing he asked for. <laughs> and so then they're, you know, he's opening his gifts and he's having fun and, He's he after a while he's playing with toys and whatnot and I asked what did it I find I found something I got him a microscope for his main birthday gift yeah and I found something else to put in there and I'm like hey do you want to go take a look at this in the microscope and he literally threw down his toy and went that is so much cooler than toys and he took off to the <laughs> microscope <laughs> you know like it's not hard to train your kids to be like this and honestly I don't even feel like they have to be trained I feel like this is their natural yeah. instincts yeah they're but naturally curious anyways curiosity. yes they're naturally yeah. curious adventurous their imagination yeah. runs wild I hardly have to entertain my kids because they find ways to entertain themselves that's how it should be but that's getting ripped away from them yep well because TikTok and Instagram and everything that's so available it's ridiculous well, not to mention public school, they make education so boring and just miserable that it kills their desire to learn. You know, I was talking Absolutely. to my son earlier today because he wants to start a, he wants to start his own cooking channel. He wants to be a chef. He loves Alton Brown, like, you know, and so he right. really wants to start his own tutorial channel. And I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know, that might actually be kind of cool if there was like a cooking channel dedicated to kids by a kid because he very he tries to be nutritious he legitimately like tries to actually be healthy he and he i was thinking like you can have the most sweetest most beautiful mom-like woman up there showing how to make these different snacks but as soon as you say healthy this is a healthy snack for the kids the kids yeah. go oh god because they're thinking steamed vegetables or something yeah. you know yeah. but if you have a child doing it 
it's going to hit them different. And so mm. I'm like, well, that might actually inspire kids to actually try to pull away from the constant junk food and be creative and spend time with their parents again. Hey, mom, I want to make this dish, but it, I need to use the oven. Can you do this with me? You know, and I mean, that might actually be a pretty beautiful thing. But I tried very hard to make sure that his both my kids, that their love for learning was never killed. And I feel like I did a pretty good job with it. But it is something that's just it's sad. It's heartbreaking. Kids do not enjoy life. Yeah. They don't. It's, They're already depressed. I mean, just They're already the, miserable. The, yeah, well, I was going to say, look at the over, like, prescription of medication and the over-diagnosing of children. And, dude, I, I was, someone told, uh, the psychiatrist told my mom when I was, like, nine that I could be schizophrenic or bipolar. And those two things are absurd no. to label <laughs> a nine-year-old. And so, I mean, I went through years and years of Bringing, pricking and prodding and you know testing and everything and it just turns out that I was traumatized and I had to heal and process my traumas from my childhood to become an adult and I don't know where about this <laughs> I went through similar oh, I had oh. very major depression throughout my growing up for very many very point blank reasons and instead of really addressing the problem it was oh maybe she's just got thyroid issues maybe she's just not getting enough sunlight i'm like i'm outside playing like three hours a day <laughs> like what are you talking <laughs> it was just every how can we give her a pill how can we give her a pill and it's like i would sit there like i'm actively telling you the stressors that are going on in my life and you're just kind of brushing that away and trying to stick a pill in my mouth instead like yeah maybe we can address the situation they don't want to fix the situation because there's no money in fixing the situation right. Well, that's even like they just found that the uh, the link to depression is not anything chemical related into your mm -hmm. brain. And uh, I was uh, telling one of the doctors uh, that I was going to go see about my shoulder and everything. I said, hey, did you see that study? And he goes, yeah, you can't believe every, every study. It's got to be a chemical imbalance in the brain. I was like, just dismissing it out of hand, didn't even read it. And he goes, yeah, yeah, you don't have to read all of them. I was like, okay. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm going fi to file that info information in the back of my head for when you start recommending shit to me. Uh, yeah, I, had, I would find a new doctor. I had a, I had a dentist right before I moved to Indiana. Um, I went in for a checkup, and I had been super stressed about moving, so I was grinding my teeth, and I had bruised my gums. And I went in to see what it was because I just had no idea. And I told him I had switched my toothpaste to a non-fluoride toothpaste because, you know, fuck fluoride. And yeah. <laughs> he told me that my body needs fluoride, and I needed to use it. And I, I told my mom, I was like, I know I'm moving, but I wouldn't go back there even if I wasn't because that is absurd. Yeah. And I was like, I, well, I've done, I've studied it and I've looked into it and I, I, I've chosen to not use fluoride for a reason. And he was like, well, you should because your body needs it. And I was like, well, we can, no. we can just move no. on from this. <laughs> no. If, if it did, the back of the toothpaste thing would say, sure, swallow all of this. Right. right. And it doesn't say that. I had to argue with a grown woman months ago about she was like well spitting it out it, it's not going to affect you and i was like the amount of drugs that i did that i put directly in my mouth that dissolved into my tongue i know yeah. that that those chemicals will go directly into my body and i was like mm -hmm. i'm not going to yeah. brush my teeth with that garbage it's going to poison me and you're poisoning yourself yeah it's yeah. still going to absorb into your skin it's still still going to be it, traces it in there no matter how much you spit like right right you can't just get rid of it and if you're doing yeah. it twice a day like recommended 
Yeah. You know, what are you doing to your body? Exactly. Yeah, I used to carry around a picture uh, that I took when I was uh, doing some design work inside of a fertilizer plant. And uh, inside the fertilizer plant, they use fluoride for some of the processes. So I showed like the plastic tank that they kept the fluoride in. And then I showed the eight up concrete around the fluoride tank. And I said, um, yeah, that fluoride eats away concrete. Fertilizer as in like to grow eating. our food fertilizer. Food? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Oh, and you know, they have to bad. use fluoride in some of the chemical processes to get it out of the gypsum that is also slightly radioactive. Because that, the same layer that they get the gypsum out of is where they also get uranium. So there that you go. actually <laughs> kind of brings me. I tagged you both earlier. I was talking to um, my new homesteading friend that lives about an hour and a half from yeah, me. Everybody should be making homesteading friends. So you, right. Well, she was telling me about how her other homesteading friends—they've all noticed some weird things going on with their animals. For instance, a lot of them are getting. Um, when they're breeding their livestock, they're, main, they're saying mainly like ducks and rabbits and whatnot, they're getting an absurd amount of males, like hmm. 90% males, every single litter or whichever. And that's not natural. And then there are just mm -hmm. other things going on. I made the comment like, yeah, I'm noticing, oh, I asked her because a couple of years ago, all throughout Arizona, everyone was having a really hard time getting their rabbits to breed. Like they just didn't Stopped. want to. Yeah. Like when you put them in and they would just kind of look at each other like, what are you doing? And then just, and like, there's a term, they breed like rabbits. Right. So it's right. like, that's right. And so I asked her, I'm like, was that a thing here? Yeah. And she said, I actually had that exact same problem last year. And so did a lot of people like, so we're thinking there's gotta be something going on with the quality of the food. Animals are not growing as, as well. Their, their offspring is, Oh, she was saying that quail mortality rates have been dropping like crazy also like it's just consistent issues now that's really been peaking in the past couple of years hmm. so we're thinking there's got to be something going on with the food or fertilizer or whatever it may be something is affecting yeah. these animals which i mean if you're homesteading and you're having all these issues imagine and if it is due to chemical additions or whatever in the food or fertilizer imagine how bad it is in factory farmed food now yeah. it can only be way that, worse. That you were saying? <laughs> yeah, it lagged for a second. What was that? Yeah, Lawless was uh, about ready to say something, so I kind of paused everything. I wanted to mm -hmm. make sure she got it out, but nothing. Okay. When I was uh, something that we talk about a lot because we're in, in Indiana and we're we're in Indiana. And it's, um, so we're in Indiana and it's a huge, yep. yeah, it's lagging. Yeah. Is it? So is, yep, there, there it is. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were paused there for a second. Am I back? Yeah. We can hear you. Yeah. I know y'all are lagging. Technology, okay, isn't good. it great? I think, right. Tchaikovsky <laughs> was right. Totally. I think we're good now, though. I think we're good now. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> sort of. I think we're now trying to catch up on her end. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
But that is one of the reasons why I wanted to bring this up because that's exactly it. I know she's working on homesteading and doing yeah. local farm stuff with her store. So I figured she'd want to definitely chime in on this topic. <laughs> yeah, that's a, I'll have to start asking some of the homesteading groups around here in Louisiana, see if they're noticing anything weird. Yeah, and by all means, let me know what you're finding because um, it's been it's been going on for a while now, I guess. And yeah. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's definitely concerning. Like it's not natural for things to be all males. What do you do with all males? Yeah. I mean, there shouldn't be all males. It's that I can see like where you have like a a litter and maybe a majority of them might be males, but you're still going to have a pretty good amount of females. Yeah. Well, that's just it. Even if it's like 90% males, like that's just not what nature needs. That's not, that's not how nature works. It's never going to need that. Yeah. Right. So it's, I mean, that's why you, when you start with rabbits, you buy a trio, you buy at least two females, you do like three to four females per one male. Yeah. You know, you have a bu- one rooster for multiple hens. So this, it's, I don't know, it's us. It's all very sus. Yeah. It's very uh, hinky, as they like to say on the hinky. Scooby-Doo that they're now ruining. <laughs> they say hinky? Yeah. Oh, well, maybe that was another show. I don't know. Oh, All don't my references know. are getting conjoined. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't watch Scooby-Doo, so I don't okay. know. Okay. Maybe she's back. Guess who's back? Back again. Back again. <laughs> can y'all see me? Yeah, we can see you. Still kind of choppy, though. Okay. Is my is my audio yes. back? Yeah, audio's back, too. Okay. Okay. A little laggy, but... It yeah. happens. Sorry about My that. internet yeah. used to be really bad in the beginning anyway, too, back um, in Tucson. I had I always had to use the hotspot because otherwise I would get just, nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And uh the ex wife's house was like all the way at the I end of the cable line, so that. I never got uh never got good service. You didn't hear any of that? <laughs> Have you tried Man. turning it off and back on again? Yeah. <laughs> I think she's done that several times. We're gonna just have to. Maybe know, she can just cut her video. Obligatory IT crowd reference. Yeah. Which I leave. I've only really watched like two episodes of that. I'm not gonna lie. I remember they tried bringing it over here to the United States because well, it was on saw, Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, they had one. They had the success with the uh, the British office coming over here, and they made the U.S. office, and the U.S. office ended up being more popular than the British one. So they tried doing that with the IT crowd, and it started, I think, Joel McHale at one point, and it was just, it was just terrible. Really? Yeah. Really? That's that's a, that's a shame, because I like Joel McHale. Yeah. Yeah, normally he's pretty good. He's pretty good. And then I saw him, like, on a baking show, and I was like, dude, I know the diet that you're on. <laughs> what? You don't touch cakes. You know? <laughs> I know. He's gotten, like, jacked, and it's like, when did this happen? It's always weird. There's, like, some celebrities that, like, they get jacked, and it's like, why? That That doesn't look right. <laughs> Yeah, that happened into the 90s with us with uh, Carrot Top. I went to go see him live. And he was Carrot like, Top, yep. I was like, what the fuck are you juicing for? You're supposed to be a nerdy comedian, man. I'm not going to lie. That's how I felt about Nicolas Cage. Like in Ghost Rider, when he like takes off his shirt and he's just like freaking cut. I was like, ugh, this isn't, this isn't proper. Uh, I'll, I'll let Cousin Nick know. <laughs> what? Oh, you didn't know Nick Cage is my cousin? Really? Yeah. <laughs> is he really? Yes. That's like a real thing. Holy shit. What? 
Yeah, one of my uh, relatives married into the uh, Coppola family in the 1960s, so he's like a uh, like a third cousin or something like that. It's pretty oh. ridiculous. Well, you missed that, Lawless. Apparently, Eric is <laughs> related to Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Nope. I know. Nope. <laughs> it's coming and going. It's coming and going. Yeah. Maybe she'll maybe she'll figure it out. But uh so when are you guys gonna be launching the show or is that already launched? And I'm just being it's a bad not host launched again. just yet. We've okay. basically we um we're I mean she's working on her internet stuff for sure. You know, so we're kinda of both yeah. dealing well actually I just finished fixed my technical issues. But <laughs> um we're kind of in the process right now where we're still like really polishing the game plans. Um, Nev, my, you've, you've talked to him before, oh, yeah. my yeah, old yeah. co-host. Yeah. He's going to be our producer. Basically. He, I mean, he's way nice. more tech savvy than I am. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, so, but he does. So <laughs> he's going to be kind of behind the scenes and, um, you know, doing the editing, popping up articles or links or whatever we need and just kind of, you know, really running the show for us. So we've kind of been discussing what segments we want to do. Um, we've, we, we have like our own little chat where we find topics maybe on Twitter and, or our video. We can be like, Hey, let's discuss this. And we can talk about this and this along with it. Oh, good. So yeah, we've been really focused on this. Thank goodness. It's just kind of getting everything really set in stone, working around busy, especially for her very busy schedules right now with her grocery store going and everything. Yeah. So right now we're kind of just promoting, letting everybody know that this is in the works and we've been making progress on getting this started. Well, very good. I can't wait. Can't wait. I'll add you to the ever growing list of uh, shows that I listen to. So. <laughs> I know this one. I, I have a lot of high hopes for this one. Honestly, I feel like both of us feel this way that, like I mentioned before, there's just not a whole lot of healthy guidance in regards to women. Because, I mean, I don't know. You know, I am a woman, so I get all the ads for women. You know, yeah. where it's like, ooh, self care, self care, and all the self care. Don't read bullshit. too much into that. I get ads for women too. So no, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I literally just saw like a freaking ipsy makeup ad on my boyfriend's phone i was laughing i was like the fuck? but i mean i get weird men ads too sometimes but um so it it's kind of weird when i go scrolling through there it's like i i really don't have that much of an issue with vaginal yeast it's, <laughs> right? it's terrible this <laughs> right? must be a really pro this must be a really huge problem if i get three <laughs> ads in a row from monistat right my god <laughs> um but yeah like all these ads all the push it is like it's you know they claim it as self-care but that self-care is not actually taking care of yourself yeah. that you know body positivity their definition is just be be content it's apathy <laughs> they want you to be good with apathy they want you to be fine exactly as is do not grow drag others down with you and teach them yeah. to be apathetic as well and that's Nobody, no. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we kind of just want to counteract that. Yeah, and offering help is being seen as you're bullying me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, no, I'm so trying to help you out. Yeah. Exactly. So that's just it. Like, if you want to listen to our podcast and you want to get your shit together, well, then here we are. Obviously, we're not going to make you do it. Can't make you do it, but yeah. we're anarchists anyway. So it's not like we would if we could. <laughs> but if you are going to be listening to us, and hopefully you do take our take us a little seriously because we're legitimately just trying to give like wholesome healthy motherly advice because 
We understand the struggles of being rock bottom. We understand how it feels to be alone, to be just, you feel like you're worthless and you you don't know what to do. You feel lost. That's so common. So we just want to show that there is a way out. You can improve. Like most, you know, especially millennials, we're in our thirties. We still have a long way to go. And if we have kids, we've got to set that example. So, but nobody Definitely. else really seems to be doing that. It's all just take your meds, yeah. eat eat the ice cream, be just be comfortable being a lazy piece of shit, and fuck off. And obviously, what we need is way more TikToks of moms like shuffling their kids off to school so they can go sit in a hot tub and drink a whole bunch of wine all day. Oh my god, I literally have known so many women who brag about that. They're like, "Well, I've got no time to meal plan healthy things. I have no time to exercise. I have no time to do this. I have no time to spend with my kids." Right. But then they're talking about sitting there with a bottle of wine in the bathtub with candles watching Netflix every single night. And they go, yeah. "Well, I'm a mom, so I deserve this." Okay, but what did oh, you do as a mom? That's what did you actually again, deserve? Right. It's like, what did you actually do as a mom? You're putting your kids in public school. So for nine hours a day, you aren't even around your kids. Right. You get to see them for three hours a day. And what are you doing for those three hours a day? You just said you don't have time to spend with them. (laughs) So clearly you're not spending time with them. You're focused on yourself. That's all it is. So if you're going to say I'm a mom and I deserve it, then maybe act like a mom. Yeah. I got blown up. Uh, on one of those posts where the, uh, the mom was like, it's like, okay, you know, the, it's like quick cuts, you know, mom's running upstairs and she you know, grabs the bottle of wine on the way there and then sits in the hot tub. I was like, we get it. You hate your kids. But why are we romanticizing alcoholism like this? Yeah. I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't care if it's wine. If you are drinking a bottle of wine every single night because you can't cope with being a mother. Yeah. You have problems and you need to, this isn't cute. Yeah. It's you not- need, you need help. Yeah, no. Wine mom, I hate wine mom culture so much. I hate yeah. it so much. And this is coming from the cryptid bartender, yeah. bitches. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's like I make money like serving you serving those wine moms their drinks, but at the same time. <laughs> I used to have um you know, I'd get different types of customers when I was bartending and there there was always I just call them mom needs her liquid courage because they would come in with like their kids plus someone else's kids. They have like six kids. They would come in and order like a double shot of vodka straight, just down it and then go to the theater. And I'm like, holy shit, you are watching six children while you are buzzed. Yeah, and I'll I'll guarantee you five of those kids looked over as you down that shot. Oh, no, she would like send them off. She would like send they would they would I say she but like it was multiple women. They would like you you go you go get some popcorn jug and yeah. i'm just like holy shit they tipped well but at what cost they better have at what, yeah right god but at what cost think of the children because <laughs> like literally in this case think of the children you know it's the only time that ever applies you know right. uh, no it, get, it gets it gets it gets pretty crazy and it's like tiktok and like instagram when i was on there was like that was nothing but that all the time it's like oh, yeah. ah, it, it's not a death sentence you know it, it we said the phrase boss bitch earlier. It's like, you can, you can do that. You can be that in your house, you know, with your kids. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I've heard every excuse in the book, you know, cause I mean, use that same energy for something positive, you know, exactly. Like, I'm sorry. I run a home business. I've homeschooled my kids, not just since the COVID lockdowns. I've been doing it since yeah, you were doing one. that before. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're, they've never been to public school. Yeah. I, 
lost 85 pounds. I used to be jacked. Uh, <laughs> not anymore, but I'm working. I'm back I remember at it. the pictures. It, I remember right? the pictures. I'm, getting, yeah. I'm getting there again. I, I went up to my man earlier and I'm like, fail. Let's get yeah, hard it's, again. It's not Damn. flabby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, it still kind of is, but I mean, I can like. Yeah. Solid right there in that one spot. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, I, I hear just the excuses, the excuses. And it's like, I have so many goddamn issues. <laughs> if I can do it, so can you. I get so tired of hearing, well, I'm tired. I'm narcoleptic. I'm literally yeah. chronically exhausted. I fall asleep and convulse on the floor at any given moment. For God's sake, I don't want to hear. Yeah. Well, I'm tired. Well, I'm a mom. Yeah, so am I. Yeah. Well, I we're all I tired hurt today. Well, I have chronic back ish. I have every reason to be a lazy piece of shit. Yeah, I do. But you don't. I decide. Literally, the only difference between me and these people, decision. That's it. That's it. That is literally it. And that's One what I hope. Half second you. to say, no, I'm not going to be a lazy bitch today. Mm-hmm. Is it? No, so, yeah, no, that's exactly it. And when you, it's so funny, these women, they're the ones that I actually made a tweet about that the other day because I saw the video of the daycare workers who were, or the one woman in particular who was in Halloween mask making all the kids cry. Did you yeah. see that one? Did not see that one. But oh uh, my god! I, after the second kid has cried at the at the at the mask, it's time to take it off. Oh no! She had this horrible mask on. She went up to one kid. There was like five kids at a table. They're all crying, and she went room to room to room. Oh yeah, getting yeah. up in their faces, sure, make and screaming at them, making them cry. It was disgusting. And there was another woman following her, laughing about it. I, I mean, of course, because it it's was, hilarious. It was disgusting. And yeah, the person, just raised that cortisol level in the kids right there. I saw yeah. that and I got so angry and I'm like, this is why I need to look jacked again. So people look at me, these weak ass, like morbidly obese hoes look at me and go, I'm not fucking with this bitch. <laughs> and they leave my kids alone. And I, but anyway, what I was saying, it's like all these, these women, they'll say, oh, empower yourself, empower yourself. Okay. Well, I want to learn how to use weapons so i can defend my family oh no that's psychotic and problematic that's violent yeah, how dare you yeah, okay well then i want to lose weight and get in, in better shape no that's fat phobic and elitist and healthist how dare and, you and and <laughs> also racist right right that's that's all right now <laughs> yeah okay so i want to be able to hold my own like captain marvel oh my god she's literally slay queen me, right yeah. like you are a five-year-old in a woman's body. <laughs> My God, that's how a lot of them act, anyways. It's like, oh God. yeah, it's, I'm it's, so sick. It's okay. Being... You can graduate to being after you know seventeen years old. You don't have to act I am that way anymore. So sick of seeing adult products with unicorns and glitter and mermaids and yes. all this cutesy fucking. I am so over it. I was hoping it would have died off by now, but no. It's just it's. 10 years later and it's still everywhere yeah. and it's like you're a grown ass woman it's one thing to you know enjoy it but it's when you're talking about sitting in your unicorn hoodie eating candy and watching fucking child movies every single night yeah that's, that's definitely one thing i've uh, learned going back into the dating world is uh anytime i see oh disney fan in the profile it's like oh skip uh. God, nope, nope, skip. nope, nope. 
It's one thing to have, like, because nostalgia is a thing. And it's natural for us to want to share the things that made us happy yeah. when we were children with our own children. There's nothing wrong with that yeah. by any means. I'll admit but it. When... I'm the biggest Star Wars nerd that you'll ever come across. And I like watching those movies over and over again. But at the same time, you know, I'm, just, I'm that way with Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You know, like, I'm also that way them. with Lord of the Rings. I read the books every year. So, not going to lie. I freaking love SpongeBob. I love it. Absolutely love it. Seasons one through four. I'm sorry. That shit was gold. Okay. Yep. Like panty raid episode. That was <laughs> that was some uh some sketchy shit. But I'm it, I don't make it my entire personality. Right. I, I balance it with adult response mm, the term adulting. Oh, I that's am, another one. I can't I, I can't so stand that. Well, he adulted today. Right. No, you didn't. You just took care of what you had to take care of. You paid it. Right. You paid your cable bill. Right. Congratulations. Right. Oh my god. What's next? Right. A shower? <laughs> right. <laughs> my God. It, it's it's just heartbreaking. This is not the kind of example that moms should be setting for their children. They need to be showing, like, yeah, I'm struggling. It's okay because let's be real. Yeah. Kids pick up when their parents are struggling. Like they're not oh, yeah, they they're not dumb. They can sense when something's wrong. They know. Yeah. And but that's when it's like, yeah, I'm having a hard day, so I'm going to do something to make myself feel better. I'm going to be productive. Hey, let's spend some time together. Let's you know, lead the example of healthy self-improvement and then balance that with, with, you know, then you can go watch some cartoons with your kid at the end of the day. Make it a bonding moment, you know, but be an actual put together adult first show them how to because what's going to happen is these kids are going to grow up they're going to have no idea how to handle the world because their whole lives their role model acted like a child and yeah. their whole lives their role models crumbled at every little bit of responsibility at just anything remotely mature they couldn't handle it so now they're going into the world even worse off than their parents when they're grown up because they can't yeah. even go to their parents for help because their parents were the children to begin with. You don't think that's going to cause some resentment and some oh, major yeah. problems? Big time. Big time. Big time. Very big time. Yeah. And both of my kids are adopted. My son, you know, he was in the system for a long time. So he picked up on all of the adult stuff that went on in his life. Uh, so like even after we adopted him and uh, it, he would still have like these little moments of, well, I know you guys are just going to put me back into the system because I'm a bad kid. I was like, no. <laughs> oh my God. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. He's a lot better now than he was, but I mean, there was still oh like God. a couple of days where it was kind of hit or miss like that. And he was like, well, I'm just going to go pack up my stuff. I was like, what are you talking about? Pack up your stuff. He's like, well, I broke the thing and I know when I break stuff, you know, people put me back in the system. I was like, no, that's, that's not going to happen. Well, oh my God. stuff can be replaced, dude. <laughs> Did he so, go through that like multiple times? Yeah, he, yeah, oh he was in god. eight different placements before we actually got him. Oh my god, that poor baby. Yeah, and uh, you know, thankfully he's my ex-wife's like second cousin or some kind of family math like that. So that's that's how we were able to get him so quickly. But uh, oh my god, yeah, that's just God, that's devastating. Yeah, kids are not pets. For God's sake, they're not. Oh, oh I, yeah. which you shouldn't be doing that with pets either. But for crying yeah, out loud, definitely don't do that to your dog. <laughs> but yeah. especially not children. Like, holy shit! <laughs> uh, well, I just checked the messages. Apparently, uh, Lawless's uh, hotspot stopped working, and then uh, oh, it wouldn't connect through her Wi-Fi either. So, oh, Lord. oh well. So at least we got like a half episode out of her. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I'm really excited to do this with her, though. Like, we, I've, I've really, I've loved her post for such a long time. Like, it's kind of. Yeah. 
she she's come such a long way and honestly i couldn't be more proud of her like i but she's an incredible incredible woman and i i'm just i'm excited to do this with her i really am yeah uh i've been seeing her post around for a long time uh and i it was one of those that i kind of thought i was following her at one point but i just realized I, no it's everybody retweeting her stuff i do that all the time i yeah. hate it <laughs> so i was like i was like oh i'm actually gonna have her on the show soon i might want to follow her instead of just looking at everyone's retweets of her <laughs> so. i've done that so many times i'm like i know for sure i was following you oh shit i wasn't or they'll message me and be like when are you gonna follow me already and i'm like i wasn't <laughs> my bad well, I do know that uh, Twitter does like to fuck around and they'll unfollow people for you. Oh, my God. I've had that so much lately. Yeah. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> yeah. I actually had a uh, uh, instant message like one weekend. It was like, dude, what, what's up? You, you unfollowed me? I was like, did I? You know, go check the thing. I was like, yeah, you unfollowed me too, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, no, I, I had... didn't. Yeah. And he was like sitting there showing me a screenshot and it says follows you and everything. I was like, okay, well, reset. And I guess Twitter's <laughs> fucking around again. I had a couple of years ago, a friend of mine, she messaged me through Instagram. She's like, why did you block me? And I'm like, I didn't block you. And so I look at her profile. And I'm like, maybe I butt blocked her or something. Yeah. And so I, I look and I'm like, this is you have me blocked. And we're like, what? And like we sent each other <laughs> screenshots. We're like, had each other blocked, but we're unable to like fix. So it took like all day. I don't know how eventually we were able to fix it. Well, mainly oh, her. Terrible. I don't know what happened. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've accidentally blocked people before because sometimes when you're like, see the egregious tweet of somebody that you obviously need to block, and then you go hit the block button, but you realize you pulled up the wrong tweet to do it. Mm-hmm. And then I have to go back. And I was like, why did I, why ain't I seeing that guy anymore? And then you go through the list. I was like, oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. I've accidentally muted people. I've accidentally unfollowed them. They're like, why did you just follow me again? I thought you were following. I'm like, well, I was following you. I just <laughs> yeah. was dumb and hit the wrong button. <laughs> Yeah, it's like sometimes it's like Twitter just has other ideas of what we should be doing with each other. Yeah. I know, right? So rude. It's very rude. Very rude. <laughs> it's kind of like a Dark Tom Woods, like zapping uh, Lawless's uh, internet connection and apparently making too many uh, male rabbits out there. So, <laughs> <laughs> Right? My God. <laughs> yeah, times are crazy. So, I mean... Uh, I, you know, you know, very well, I tend to go on my little tangents about everybody needs to get their shit together. <laughs> you know that all too well. And um, yeah. I totally didn't have another one today. No, not me. But um, we're just really hoping that this just inspires people in general to really just be the best versions of themselves. Yeah, you know? it, it sounds like to me, you got uh, all of the right ingredients to go into that mix. So I think so. I think so. We legitimately have really good. Well, really good as in like, real they're not good they're just real stories with lots of hardship lots of trauma like we've been through it we have been through quite a lot so it's not like just some dumb rich bitch who with you know trust fund money going oh if i can be happy so can you like you've never had a work day in your life so screw you no we've gone through it we've gone through a lot of shit and we're still building our lives we're still picking up pieces but that's just it we're still pushing forward and so i think i think a lot of women just need that reality that re- that major reality check yeah sometimes you just need that uh that ice cold dose of reality mm-hmm. and a lot of them just don't have it they nope. really don't now they uh surround themselves with the other uh negative types and uh that that's all the reinforcement that they get well, they surround themselves with people who uh, justify their behavior too. 
Oh, you yeah. know, the people who flat out tell them that if all you did was survive today, then that's okay. But you can't do that every single day. And especially not as a spouse, not as a parent, because it's like, yeah, okay. Or mental health day. My God. <laughs> no, <laughs> another red flag for those of you out Major there dating. If they have flag. mental health awareness in their thing. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. Right. Like stop making these Don't. your personality. <laughs> right. You know, I talk a lot about narcolepsy, but I also kind of laugh about it. And like, I do kind of like to, I'm lately I've been more open about my own struggles with it just because it is so misunderstood. Right. Like people hear narcolepsy and they think, Oh, fainting goat. And like, that's not wrong, but that's not all there is either. Yeah. There's you know? a lot of other things that go along with that. Yeah. Exactly. So people ask me questions and I'm like, okay, well, this is what I go with. This is, but again, it's so understudied that people just don't know. Yeah. But that's not my entire imagine, freaking imagine personality. meeting a jerk that says, Oh, you, you fall asleep at inopportune times. You know, Crimea River. <laughs> it's like, I'm, yeah, Crimea River until I fall asleep behind a wheel and crash into your family of six. Right. I'm just saying. It's not good for anyone there. <laughs> but um, I have legit, I've almost ired my face. Like, I actually have permanent knee damage from, I mean, from passing out at very inopportune moments. So, like, yeah. yeah, it's kind of a legit threat. But, um, but yeah, it goes beyond that. But you know, but I also like to laugh at it because I, I like a joke. I'm going to start the anarcholeptic caucus and my mascot's yeah. going to be a fainting goat. You know, I, I have fun with it, but I'm not like, oh, my God, I have anxiety. I have PTSD and this is my entire, entire personality because that's just give me attention. Yeah. Not all of it. I mean, it's fine to talk about it and be like, hey, I'm a survivor. Yeah, this and... is just the thing I've gone through. You know, it's not going to make it, you know, I'm not going to wear the T-shirt. Well, and even if some do, it's like there is a moment where there, that is a freeing thing and where it really hits you because a lot of abuse survivors, they don't really realize how things have, how bad things have gotten until it really punched. I went through that. Oh, my God. When buy stuff first went down and I started talking like, yeah, this is what's been going on in the scenes the past couple of years. I had so many people tell me, like, I literally feel like I'm watching an episode of Dateline right now. Like, this is how Dateline episodes start. You realize right. this, right? And I'm like oh that hit me like a ton of bricks so i mean i get it when everything's sinking in and you're like you're figuring yourself out you the realities are hitting you and the emotions are there's good emotions there's bad emotions i understand that but when it's been like 15 years and everything's been fine so you got out of that one situation and you're still just not letting go and you're letting right. that hold you back in life that's not okay yeah yeah, I've, I've seen people do that all the time. It's like, well, oh, I can't yeah. do that thing. I was like, well, why can't you do that thing? Well, I was like, well, if I do that, people are not going to like me. I was like, no, nobody fucking cares. Well, and <laughs> I was like, if you're thinking about people that wronged you in high school, they're not thinking about you. Right. And quite <laughs> frankly, who cares if people yeah. I love I love the term. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Why do you care if they do? Yeah. Like if somebody's looking at you thinking, well, that's a that's a tacky ass outfit. <laughs> that's it. They're then going about their day, and they're maybe gonna bother having a beer with their buzz. Be like, oh yeah, I saw this weird outfit today, and then like that's it. Like who cares? It doesn't hurt you. It's just yeah, their thoughts. Just and let's be real. It's not like you don't look at people and fucking mentally judge them either. Yeah. So, like, what the fuck? I don't know. People are just too concerned about how other people perceive them over the 
Yeah. Dumbest so, crap. So crazy. It's, it's like it there's is. not a lion in the back of the room waiting to pounce on you if you say the wrong word at the wrong time. <laughs> you know? I mean, apparently I mean, unless now, there is a lion in the back of the room, maybe pay attention to the lion. Oh, I was so. going to say, unless you're around a bunch of progs, you're like, oh my God, you're a Nazi. But I mean, like, even oh, yeah. then, it's like, whatever, let them think it. Like, it's just and it, and laugh they, it off. And if they pounce on you, you know, they don't weight train or anything. I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, it's not going to be hard to fight like them off. One elbow strike to the temple to the leader, and like, everybody else will run away. You know, it's like. <laughs> Well, like I talk about, you know, like working out, getting back into shape again and like, oh, yeah, I want to look threatening and all oh, just so people leave me alone. And then it's like, well, that's not going to work against a man. Yeah, it will. against a soy boy. Yeah, it definitely would. <laughs> and it does. Up oh, now Hans connections going away. I, oh, no. Uh oh, can you hear me? Yeah. No, you just paused okay. for a second. We got to see your oh, poo okay. face. <laughs> but I, I said a couple of years ago when the lockdowns were going, I'm like, you know, I will literally see people get confronted for wearing a mask, like right in front or not wearing one for not wearing a mask right in front of me. And I yeah. have yet to have anybody say a word. And he was like, yeah, that's because you look like you can fucking kill them. <laughs> like, that's right. And I'm like, huh, that's a good point. Because <laughs> yeah. these are, yeah, that's just it. These are all pussy ass liberal cucks so like yeah, what do I have it, to worry about well it's even like uh it's even ghetto rules uh, as if you're walking around and your heads are and your heads held up and you look like you know what you're doing and where you're going no one's gonna fuck with you mm -hmm. exactly no, like, oh no that guy's too aware yeah yeah no it is straight up it's like when you're dealing with a wild animal you just have to kind of have that like i'm not scared of you attitude and they're not gonna fuck with you yeah i mean it kind of helps that i'm over six feet tall and well north well, yeah. of 250 pounds you know <laughs> i mean i am taller than the i'm not tall but i'm taller than the average woman a little 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 bigger but yeah. believe it or not contrary to popular belief i am not a small woman <laughs> and uh wearing a uh, fantastic t-shirt i see i was waiting for you to notice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was waiting for that yeah that was I one of the t-shirts that i sent out yeah yeah, no, do you do you sell the phrase again? Yeah, I have a uh, an updated version that I haven't seen okay. pop up on uh, any other website like that one did. That was still okay. so weird. You you sent me a link that was not mine and it was like, "Is this yours?" I was like, "No, actually." Oh my god, I don't remember that. For those who are maybe just listening and not actually watching, it says this body is fueled by uh fat, protein, and hate for the state. That's and right. every time I wear it, every time I post photos this was my gym shirt oh my yeah. god oh my god i got a story there <laughs> i was going to the gym this is back when i was like frequently going and there was this guy that would frequently check me out he never really approached but he would always like check me out and kind of read the room and watch you know and he had this That's massive be he's been told by a generation of women not to go approach women in public right well yeah. this dude had a massive thin blue line flag okay on his shoulders <laughs> so i like it's not like it would have gotten anywhere anyway so one day i wore this shirt and he was there and yeah. he saw it and he stopped fucking yeah. giving me any attention <laughs> i was like yeah yes yes bro repellent i love it <laughs> so uh jason booth who runs a very fine podcast anarchy among friends roundtable discussion uh low-hanging fruit has multiple meanings yes yes it does <laughs> yes it does and definitely fruit singular in my case anyways no, uh wait really you, what? you you never heard the story no the 2004 incident you never heard this story no Oh, okay. Well, I'll, uh, 
You can DM it if you want. Yeah, I'll DM it to you because okay. I've, I've said it enough. People on the show are like, oh, please don't go into it again. I'm learning yeah. so much about you today. <laughs> yes, and you're about ready to learn about a very intimate part of my anatomy. So, <laughs> so tell your boyfriend, right. you know, it's like no homo here. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. That's a pretty good place to leave it off. Uh, Han, <laughs> go ahead and uh, drop all your plugs. Get your grift on. Okay, so you can follow me on Twitter at Duality of Han. So that's H A N, not Ham. <laughs> um, you can also follow my side project, Cryptid Bartender, on Twitter. That is at C R Y P T I D B A R T E N D R. Couldn't fit the E in there. So that's yeah. why I had to spell it out. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram. I am planning on reviving that actually with full ass tutorials. Do. I'm working on it. I actually just had a phone call today with a video editor. So that nice. is something that will be in the works. Please, by all means, check it out and support it. I, that's a project I put on a hiatus and it means kind of a lot to me. Now for Lawless, how many underscores does she have? I, I think it's like one it. underscore at the beginning. Is it one? But I have it linked down below in the show notes. It is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you can follow her there. And um, our podcast is going to be called Western Women. So we're hoping to Western get it. Western Women. Yeehaw. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, it, it works. You yeah. Know, which way? Western Women. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're going to be working on that, getting that going as soon as possible. So give us Definitely. a follow if you want to, I don't know, drop subtle hints to your half-assed girlfriend maybe she should get her shit together and just be passive -aggr <laughs> don't do that i swear to god don't do that <laughs> don't be passive aggressive be fully aggressive <laughs> right it's the only thing us dudes listen to <laughs> and so oh yes and one more thing i do custom t-shirts and whatnot and epoxy work yes. okay that's my income so yes please check out my pin tweet yeah. you will see shirt go get the ashtrays go get the wood chipper t-shirts everything oh yes the wood chipper t-shirt yeah yeah those <laughs> those always make their rounds because we do love lawn maintenance around oh, this. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm very, show. very passionate about <laughs> lawn maintenance and pig right. farms. Very and pig passionate farms. about yes. pig farms. Yes. And certain pits that need filling. Oh, yeah. So, oh, I love go. filling pits. Yes, yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Harley. Let's, let's get out of here. I'll, I'll catch you around the timeline, okay? All right. Sounds good. Thanks so awesome. much. Awesome. Uh, no problem.